Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rundown. Tonight I am Max and I'm joined by Mike. Good evening. Uh, we are tragically not joined this evening by Hayden. Uh, he is, of course, at the site of the Deepwater Horizon oil spill uh, where he will be portraying the role of Mark Wahlberg's butt double. Uh, something he's been doing for, for many years at this point, but he's out there doing the, the lead work, making sure that Mark will be able to save us all from the um, encroaching terror. So I think he's also working... He's working with uh, Kevin Costner on a machine that'll extract the oil from the water. So he's yeah. doing good work. He's doing God, God's work. So I mean, he calls it a machine, but I don't know that Hayden just sucking the oil out with a straw it counts <laughs> as a machine. I mean, I guess it's a machine. There's moving parts involved there. The body's a machine. But he's so incredibly uh, brave. Luck. Yeah, he really is. Um, big props to Hayden. Uh, he's, he just loves seals and like hugging little oily birds. I don't know. So it's a hard life. But someone's got to live it so that we can talk about baseball on the internet. That's right. Yeah. Your, your Rangers continue to play on. They, they did. So we haven't, haven't uh, had a podcast in a week, so we've got one, two, three, four, a total of seven games to cover. Didn't mm-hmm. start out well. No. Um, had a couple bad losses to begin with, but uh, things kind of improved from there. You want to start with that uh, Orioles game, or excuse me, the Blue Jays game? Sure. So uh, I think this one, you kind of know how it goes. Scott Feldman got the start. Yeah. <clears throat> Gave up 10 base runners in seven and a third. Five of them scored. You know, that's pretty much it. Uh, the Blue Jays got a masterful start in this game from Ricky Romero, who I imagine will be around for a very long time. Um, Highly effective pitcher. You know, he's got a sub-3 ERA in the season. Struck out 12 Rangers. Walked one. Didn't allow a run in the complete game shutout. So Only five hits for the Rangers. This guy's he's a future uh, Cy Young guy, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, this dude's a stud. Uh, I definitely won't just like vanish off the face of the earth in two years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that absolutely won't happen. Um, no reason. No reason to believe that at all. Anyway, uh, so that was just sort of a, a, a blah. It was a Scott Feldman start. <sighs> Whenever, I always kind of feel like when Scott Feldman's going out there, the Rangers just get these. He gets up not an egregious amount of runs or base runners, but usually like a lot. And then the team just kind of doesn't really do anything, and you lose 7-2. to two. You just get these big clunker games, and it's like, well, all right. Glad that happened. Moving on. <laughs> This is, there's nothing to talk about here. Yeah, um, yeah. There's really not. I, it's just Feldman no. being Feldman. No, that's Scooter for you. A guy, maybe the the least uh, impressive six foot seven man. Like I, it took me forever to learn that he was incredibly tall. He just doesn't seem like it. No, I don't know what it is about his body language or posture, but that's Scott Feldman. Um, second second game here is also with the. Blue Jays, um, not a great Colby Lois start. Um, four walks. I only give three hits, but when you put four base runners on for free, uh, they will come around to bite you, and that's exactly what happened because bad things scored off of them. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Matt Trainer got the only RBI in the game. He's uh, continuing to show promise as uh, the primary catcher for the team. Um, you know, at least he's getting on base, he's driving them runs. Shown while popping his bat, he uh, he's definitely um, doing what they ask him to do. I guess. 
<laughs> he went out what there. Else can you he say wore about the him? correct uniform. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get ejected. I mean, a bang up start for Matt Trainer, as yes. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, yeah, just a really blah couple of games there with the. It's uh, always that way with the Blue Jays. Happened that was interesting on Texas's part, and I just don't know that we need to spend a lot of time talking about it because the back half of this, or the rest of this week, I guess, not really back half, uh, was a lot more fun. Yes, starting with the, a four to three win over the Angels behind a not a not a phenomenal Derek Collins start, but an effective one, picking up his second win of the season. Give up three runs in five and a third. Uh, Feliz notched his tenth save on the young season. I mean, I guess we're in mid-May, but tenth save for the young man in the youngish season. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to think about this too much. And after just the bats just being dead silent in Toronto, you know, it was um, encouraging See, uh, Cruz got a couple of RBIs. Kinsler got an RBI. Young got an RBI. So they're spreading the wealth around. They're really heating up. Uh, Cruz went uh, four for five in that game, I believe. And this one against the Angels? I think so. I may be looking at the wrong one. No, not this one. He went one for three. Two runs oh, okay. better than a walk. Uh, yeah, I almost feel like the, the Rangers scored 10 runs and lost in the first game of that Toronto one. And I think the hitters just said, look, we tried. Uh, if y'all ain't going to try, we're not going to try either. And just took the next two games off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it sucks to score 12 runs in a series uh, and and get outscored what they had uh, by 15. Oof. <laughs> Toronto is just a house of horrors for that team, man. It's just, yeah, I hate. There's no there. two ways around it. I Toronto and Oakland. I hate park. I hate games mm-hmm. in either city. It just it spells doom. Yeah, but man, uh, love a little two game set with the Angels. Woo, big guy on there. Sorry, love love this little two game set with the Angels. You know, four three win in that in that first game, uh, and then the slightly slightly more fun eight to seven. And the next, most of the run scoring happened early. Rangers scored the bottom of the six, and that was it for the rest of this game. Um, maybe the worst start of the season for C.J. Wilson. I mean, easily the worst start of the season for C.J. Wilson. Yeah. Um, but the team survived. I guess they like pitching, uh, like hitting behind C.J. a little bit more than you know Scott Feldman or what have you. Seven runs and four and a third. Not great, but he only walked one, struck out five. Uh, just gave a couple of go for balls. And just because of his incredible start, he... Uh... His ERA only moved up to 2.55, which is still outstanding for someone in his first season as a starter. So, yeah, you can cut the guy a little bit of slack there. He did end his um, his um, quality start streak, so that is over. He is, oh, yeah. He is the Rip. Rangers' uh, career leader in that category, though, so hopefully he'll get back to form in his next start. Yeah, and then on the uh, other side here for the Angels, uh, Jared Weaver went, um, and I'm I feel like I'm just going to get really sick of Jared Weaver for the next million years. <laughs> He's not my favorite. <laughs> uh, no, I hate everything about watching Jared Weaver. I hate playing against him. I hate that it's it means you're watching the Angels probably be good. Uh, really, really, just don't like it. But we did, our, we did the job against him. I mean, you got home runs yeah. from uh, Young, Vlad, and Kinsler. So, yeah, you know, once again, the weather's starting to heat up, and so are the bats. So that's pretty exciting thing to see. And Flea's got his 11th save. So yep. 
Yeah, he's. We had some more base running adventures in this game too. Uh, Barbone picked up his sixth deal of the season, uh, but then Cruz and Kinsler both were caught, and um, Nelson Cruz getting caught stealing. Yeah, he has no business trying to steal a base. That's not. Yeah, I know he's got team. a couple, and like Vladdy does, and it's pretty fun. But then if you run into stupid outs, it's like maybe these really aren't the guys you probably should be uh, sacrificing runs on and what eventually is a one-run game against a division rival. Right. Uh, Got to be a little bit more careful with those. I mean, and, and Texas is in first place, but there are only four games over 500 at this point, and the Angels are only five games under. And a nine-game lead is nice, but a nine-game lead in May, uh, if you can find a bank that will exchange credit to you on a nine-game nine lead in May, let me know. Uh I have some risky car loans I'd like to take out. <laughs> but after uh, picking up the two wins in a always tense time with the Angels, gotta love the Orioles coming to town. Yes. Just bless the Orioles. God bless them. Yeah, it's an important service that they're performing by just getting the crap kicked out of them by Texas frequently. Uh, and I love it. I'm very appreciative of it, and I hope it lasts forever. So, yeah, this was a stellar start by uh, Harden. Actually got into the sixth inning. Wow. Yay, yay, Rich. Yeah. Through uh, 103 pitches over five and a third, eight hits, <laughs> one walk. <laughs> Luckily, he had six strikeouts, but that's I think that's more a, a testament to just how bad the Orioles hitters are than than what, what he's able to bring to the plate. You know, hopefully uh, Tommy Hunter is still down in a – OKC uh, matching him uh, start for start. So continue to keep an eye on him and what may actually end up happening. It wouldn't break my heart to see Hunter come in and take over Harden's spot. So I guess that remains to be seen. Yeah. Second consecutive uh, three for four game for Mike Young. So that bat is doing exactly what we talked at the beginning of the season. Got a 309, 371, 424 line. He's just going out there, getting hits, getting on base, doing Mike Young things. That professional hitter label. Eighth home run for Josh Hamilton's game. Matt Trainer got a hit. You know, that's cool. Doing what we ask of him. That's, yeah. that's, hey, he's got a 203 batting average. He's above the Mendoza line. So yeah. that's, that's a bonus for a Rangers catcher. Max Ram, uh, of course, also got a hit in this game. He's batting 348, 448 on the season. I'm sure that's a sustainable number and not at all related to a small sample size, a concept I'm not familiar with because it was 2010. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that it is. So we did get a, a home run from Josh, so good for him. He uh, got his eighth of the season, so he seems to be heating up. Um, Ray blew the... the uh, the save though, and uh, Francisco had to come in, and uh, he ended up getting the win, uh, going in the ninth inning. So good for him. You know, Wash is obviously being careful. Uh, Feliz had had saved two days in a row, so it was time for him to take a night off. Yeah, uh, and you know, if if Francisco can still be an effective pitcher in the back of the bullpen, I mean, this guy was supposed to be the closer this year, but if he can be asked to come in and, and you know nail that down, great. Um, that's that's a nice thing to have if they can keep getting depth in the back end of this bullpen. They're in a much better position going forward. Absolutely. Maybe and, uh, maybe Francisco oh, Francisco okay. does better as the backup 
closer role. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe he's better as that eighth inning, yeah, and secondary closer dude. So, yeah, yeah, that's. Hey, if if you can get that out of him, I think that's a win. I think that's the idea, uh, and I'll always take a, a walk off. You know, Nelly Cruz with the sack fly, scoring Mike Young. Gimme, gimme, always, uh, always here for it. Also, clearly mad that I was making fun of for getting caught stealing. Nelson Cruz did steal his seventh base in this game. So, what do I know? Well, uh, one thing I do know is that the Rangers fortunately got to keep playing games against the Baltimore Orioles. So, game two of the series, Rangers 13, Orioles 7. Always love to score in the double digits and win. Big uh, big glance over at that 16-10 to loss to Toronto. That sucked. Um, another just very Scott Feldman-ass start. Yeah. If 12 hits in a walk in six innings, which again, if you want to calculate that whip real quick, it's bad. It's over two per inning. Uh, four runs. This time the team scored a billion because Brian Matus gave up seven runs in less than three innings. So I guess it works out. But a very Scott Feldman start and a very Scott Feldman win. Yeah, yeah, shocking that he got a win out of that. And his it, with that ugly outing he had the last time. His outing this time caused the ERA to go from five point eight nine to five point nine zero. So. Yeah, Steady Eddie, as we call him. (laughs) It's definitely the nickname that he has and that nobody else has. So, yeah, so the Rangers scored 13 runs. They started the barrage with uh, four runs in the first, two in the second, another in the third, another in the fourth, which, you know, even despite Feldman's bad start, you know, we were were in in good shape. We were 8-3 after four, 8-4 after five. Kind of stayed that way until... The eighth inning, the Rangers busted out with five more in the eighth. Um, Cruz, Vlad, and uh, Trainer all had home runs in this game. Yeah, big boy Trainer. Cruz was actually one hit away from a cycle, a triple. But uh, yeah, he had a hell of a game, and he also made a huge play at the plate. Um, Adam Jones was at the plate, uh, flyed out. It's a pretty deep. It wasn't real shallow. It was a pretty deep fly, and Cruz just nails it at the plate and there were runners first and third with nobody out and they just sat right there they didn't move anywhere so you know not that they needed that rocket of an arm in a 13-7 game but that was really really a thing of beauty if you had a chance to look that up you definitely should mm. um, kind of like uh, kind of like the uh, Elvis uh, play that he made a few nights before so nice to see them flashing some of that defense um it's just doing Rangers things, man. Yeah, this game also sets me for a couple of uh, odd pitching performances or, or odd names in uh, box scores. So this game does feature uh, Guillermo Moscoso, Moscoso sorry, making his 2010 Rangers debut. He, he appeared in like 10, 20 games for the Rangers in 2009. Uh, and I'm sure he is up to stay this time. And we will definitely talk about Guillermo Moscoso again. Yes, because 27.0 ERA. Yeah, he did give up two runs in two-thirds <laughs> of an inning. Not great. Um, you know, not infinite, though. Could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah. Two outs, uh, two hits, two runs, two run runs, two walks, two strikeouts. So, yep. deuces are wild. just given two solo dingers, that would have been perfect. That would have. But, yeah, I'm sure he'll be around for a really long time, and I really look forward to remembering him and talking about him over the course of the rest of the season. It's absolutely not the only time he will pitch. All year. <laughs> I don't know why I would say that. What a strange thing to say. The other one was a, a guy on the Orioles team here, Clay C.L.A. Meredith. Uh, his actual name is Alice Clay Meredith, O-L-I-S-E-C-L-A, Alice Clay. 
I have never seen that name before, and I never will again, considering he will play in three more Major League Baseball games before retiring. <laughs> so, Wow, Nostradamus is, is on tonight, man. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, this man gets three more baseball games, <laughs> and then that is it. Uh, he will not appear uh, in 2011. He will not play in the minors. He will not play independent league baseball. He got his cup of coffee, though, so congrats to him. Hats off to Meredith. He did have a decent little career. He's played a couple of seasons. Uh, But Alice Clay Meredith uh, from Meadowbrook High School in Richmond, Virginia. Hats off to you, buddy. Yes, this bud's for you. Have fun out there. Uh, The name just jumped out to me. So, yeah, good offensive game, like you mentioned. Just seeing the offense click. uh, The Orioles are always... Uh, I think very willing to uh, lend a hand with such things. Yes, uh, and that takes us into today's game. A nice and tidy two to one win in two hours and forty two minutes over the Chicago Cubs. Uh, one of my favorite types of wins. Yeah, nice and nice and quick. Uh, keep it keep it simple, stupid. Colby goes out there, gives up one run in six innings. Not the greatest performance. Gave up five hits and three walks, but only one run is really kind of the big deal there. Yes, Ted Lilly also had a decent, but not great start but he gave up two runs and that's why there's a big l next to ted lily's name and a w next to colby's yes you know they, they both have last names that start with l i know that but lily's <laughs> got four l's now he's he lost he lost the game that's the point moving on uh um, felice got his 12th save so yes look Rack at that yeah yeah we're in may and he's already got 12 so i'm gonna say 45 50 what do you think He's going to get up there, yeah. It's going to be a, a notable season for a Rangers closer, I would say. We can only that's, hope, man. That's my guess. Pretty quiet yeah. offensively. Obviously, Atlanta scored two runs. It's hard to have been very loud offensively and scored two runs, but three stolen bases, two for Elvis, one for Mike Young. Only his second on the season, not running as much anymore. Uh, Elvis is up to 17 steals. But Hamilton hit a double. Guerrero hit a double. Cruz hit a double. Uh, when those three guys hit doubles, I think you could pretty safely assume the Rangers win baseball games, even if it's only two to one. Yeah. Hey, the way you're on the right out. side of that that uh, victory, man. That's that's good stuff. And it's it's all about them trending in the right direction. I've got some some fun burst for you if you'd. Uh, oh, lay it on me. Give me the latitude. Yeah. So. It's interesting, you know, the Rangers were kind of the good luck or bad luck kids to start off the season. It seemed like we were blowing saves a lot and losing close games. So went back and looked, and Rangers started the season one and four in one run games. Since then, they are nine and two, and five of their last six wins have been by one run. So that's nice. That's that's a team that's got some guts. They know how to win games, and that's what you want from your team is that never give up attitude. Um, on top of that, they've got uh, seven straight wins at home, uh, 11 of 12 wins at home, and th- that puts them at 18 and seven on the season at home, which is best in the American League, and it's the best start in franchise history. That's Ooh. saying something. I mean, you look back at those teams from the late 90s, they they racked up some some runs and racked up some wins. So uh, so yeah, that's that's something to get really excited about, you know? Some home sure. cooking, something uh, you always want to do for your fans. You want to have that uh, that home field advantage, and that's exactly what the Rangers are doing. So uh, I think an, an interesting note, just to, to jump on what you're saying right there, is that that start so poorly in one-run games, quite tied to the bullpen being so bad, and the, yes. the really aggressive and early decision to install Neftali Feliz as the closer, 
and not just say, hey, look, we know who our guy is in Frank Francisco. We're going to really let him, you know, like get demoted. We're not going to put a rookie in there and make him the closer. Um, are we going to look back at this season and say what a bold and correct call it was to make a pitching change like that early on? I mean, what if what if Texas gets into June before deciding, okay, the closing situation's not working, and then they go to Feliz or they you know, trade for a guy? Oh, we could easily have five more losses. Easily. Yeah. And then, and like I was saying earlier, the Rangers just fought four games over 500 when they were finishing up that series with Los Angeles. A couple more losses is the difference between a first place Texas Rangers team and not. It's not a great year for the AL West, but a couple of wins here or there, that can be a, a big difference. Yeah. And aggressively making a swap to an un, an unknown quantity in a you know, a top prospect, but still a rookie fireballer, that may really be a narrative to follow throughout this team for the whole season and then you know, possibly even after it. Absolutely. So, yes, yeah, so now after today's game, the standings, the Angels are five and a half back. Uh, A's are four back in the sad sack. Seattle Mariners are eight and a half back. Eight and a half back in May. That's 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 rough. I, I I've been there as a Rangers fan over the years. So it, God bless Seattle. I mean, have they just can't have kids. nice things. No, it, it's it's rough being a Seattle fan. It but, really is. But yeah, so you know, as we said before. Um, the majority of our games leading into the All-Star break are going to be against teams with uh, losing records, and I think that we're starting to see the the fruits of those efforts. Uh, you know, like I said, winning uh, four in a row here. Um, uh, they're, they're coming into form, and they're, they're giving the fans something to be excited about. Does it mean anything? Does this Is this, uh, you know, an omen to, for things to come later in the season? Who knows? Maybe this is just... Little flash, and then they go back to their Rangers' ways and hover around four hundred or five hundred most of the season. But at least they're fun to watch now, for sure. And and I'll take fun to watch and winning games sometimes over a nice heady conversation about is a team good or or you know what's the true talent or whatever. This has been an enjoyable stretch, and I think there's reason to believe this team is good. Uh, and even if maybe they're not, the rest of the AL West looks kind of bad. And that's fun. So let's kind of keep rolling with it. Absolutely. Uh, I think a, a brief look around the league as well. Nelson Cruz is still doing a great job. I mean, you have to adjust for his lack of plate appearances. Uh, but he is the fourth best player in baseball by WRC Plus on this date. Um, one of the guys ahead of him, of course, has fewer games. Jimmy Rollins has only played in 12 games, but is off to a scorching start for the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies clearly the best offensive team in baseball at this point. They have three of the best six players in the game. Wow. Uh, between Jimmy Rollins, Jason Worth, and Chase Utley all having fun. But they are lagging behind Andre Ethier, who is still uh, tops for hitters. But you know, Cruz is there. And then nobody else on the Rangers team is actually in the top 30. I'm not sure anybody's in the top 50. Let me just take a look at that real quick. Yeah, uh, Kinsler is at 38. Yeah, and he's he's just come up, so mm-hmm. give him time. He's got time to increase his stock. Over this this hot stretch that Hamilton has been on, which has now turned into several weeks, uh, he would be in that conversation. But his very very cold April uh, is keeping his lead or his uh, season numbers down, because in May Mike Young is a one seventy one hitter, uh, Ian Kinsler is a one fifty four, which is excellent, and then you have Elvis and Josh and Guerrero and Cruz and Max Ramirez are also all very, very good hitters in the month of May. 
Yes. So that's three weeks. That's three really good offensive weeks. The season numbers may not be you know, fully pretty for all of these guys yet. I mean, Hamilton's line looks pretty good, 305, 337, 537, but that, that April changes it from being a good line to what could have been a really great line. But yeah, trends to follow, like you said, it's getting hot. The Rangers always do seem to do a little bit better as the uh, the, the temperatures rise, and hopefully that continues to be the case uh, in this beautiful year 2010. Yes. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about tonight? I think that should cover it. Okay, well, we're going to keep uh, doing this. We're going to keep putting things out there. And uh, hopefully Hayden is able to join us and that his uh, feathers and voice box aren't too disrupted by oil. Uh, yes, yeah, say, say a little prayer for uh, Hayden tonight. Yeah, he's not capable of cleaning himself. He needs to have <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> dish soap wide. But... It's our hope that he will get that done uh, and we'll go on to living the beautiful Mark Wahlberg by Double Life. Yes. So, best of luck out there, Hayden. Go Rangers. Go Rangers.